Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day. Whom you will serve. But that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day, whom you will serve. But that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing in our series titled, The Family Bible Revolution, an end-time message for his generational blessing. And we left off yesterday talking about the family who eats together and the family who prays together. And now today we're going to start with the family who fears together. Because the family that does these things will be staying together. Remember, in Acts 2.42 it says, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship in the breaking of bread, and in prayers. And then in Acts 2, 43, it says, Then fear came upon every soul, and many signs and wonders were done through the apostles. Think of it. Fear came upon every soul, and it brought signs and wonders? That's interesting. Let's look at the results of continuing steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship in the breaking of bread and prayers. Acts 2, 46-47 So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. What were the signs we're seeing? Godly fear, wonders and signs, gladness, simplicity of heart, praising God, favor, evangelism, and church growth. And then we know now, Fear came upon every soul, not terror, but a godly fear, a holy fear, respect, and awe, and a reverence toward God because of what was happening. What are wonders? There's something strange causing the beholder to marvel, and it's always in the plural. What are signs? They're works of supernatural origin. They're works of a supernatural origin and character, such as could not be produced by natural agents and means. They're mighty works. They're miracles. What's the definition of miracles? Events which may seem contrary to nature and which signifies an act in which God reveals himself to man. Wow, so through these two words, doctrine and fellowship, we can expect gladness, simplicity of heart, praising God, favor, evangelism, church growth, and now godly fear with wonders and signs, plural, also known as miracles. How did all this happen? It happened through the foundations of doctrine and fellowship while breaking bread and praying with manifested miracles through the apostles. But remember, it was the apostles' doctrine and fellowship through the breaking of bread and prayers. The apostles' doctrine is our starting point from Acts 2.42, and it all came about through the apostles. Notice it did not happen by but through the apostles. This is important. What are the apostles? Are they prophets, pastors, evangelists, or teachers? 
The Amplified Version translates them as special messengers. Acts 2.43 in the Amplified Version says, And a sense of awe, reverential fear, came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were performed through the apostles, the special messengers. I'm a pastor. However, I pioneered my church name, the Master's House, in Ashland, Virginia. Does that make me an apostle? As a pastor, I am a special messenger. I do teach, and I do evangelism, so what am I? However you look at it, special messenger seems to be the most fitting description. The New Testament was not yet written, yet the apostles' doctrine was well established. These special messengers were producing much fruit. I believe Proverbs 29.18 describes these special messengers very well. It says, Where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint. But happy is he who keeps the law. The English Standard Version gives an excellent translation to the word revelation. It says, Where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint. But blessed is he who keeps the law. Prophetic vision, what is that? The New American Commentary concerning Proverbs 29.18 says, Verse 18 is remarkable for being a wisdom verse that alludes to both the prophetic movement and the law. The word for revelation is commonly associated with the vision of the prophets and stands for the importance of prophetic exhortation to the community here. The second half of verse 18, however, pronounces a blessing on whoever keeps the law. The teachers of wisdom did not oppose either prophecy or the law. Social harmony and restraint cannot be achieved without the exhortations of the prophets and the teaching of the law. Prophetic vision and the law together? Yes, we are redeemed from the curse of the law. However, the blessing of the law is still our tutor. The law brings death to the sinner, but at the same time brings life to the redeemed. There is something we can learn here. Proverbs 29.18 in the Amplified Version says, Where there is no vision, no redemptive revelation of God, the people perish. But he who keeps the law of God, which includes that of man, blessed, happy, fortunate, and enviable is he. The prophetic vision and the law together translate to blessed, happy, fortunate, and enviable. We're on to something here. You know what we need? The special messengers with the apostles' doctrine. Acts 2.43 in the Amplified. And a sense of awe, reverential fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were performed through the apostles, the special messengers. The apostles, the apostles' doctrine, prophetic vision, fear, the law, social harmony, and restraint. Oh my. There's a lot to be said here. In our day, with many false prophets, great immorality through abortion, sexual immorality, same-sex marriage, and apostasy from the faith, we need the true apostles of our time with prophetic vision declaring the uncompromised word of God with power. Acts 4.33, and with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Four interesting translations of Proverbs 29.18. The New King James Version says, Where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint, but happy is he who keeps the law. In the English Standard Version, it says, Where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint, but blessed is he who keeps the law. In the Message Bible, it says, If people can't see what God is doing, 
they stumble all over themselves. But when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. The prophetic vision is to see what God is doing. And then the Living Bible says, where there is ignorance of God, crime runs wild. But what a wonderful thing it is for a nation to know and keep his laws. Revelation, prophetic vision, see what God's doing, ignorance of God. These words express the what and why of our need today for these special messengers for the guidance of God's people. Concerning Proverbs 29:18, the Believer's Study Bible says, The word revelation for prophetic vision refers to the experience of the prophets in receiving a word from God. The law, Torah in Hebrew, may also mean instruction. Is not only the Mosaic law, but also the messages to the people from God via his messengers, the prophets. Happiness comes in obeying the word of God, however it comes. Prophetic vision with the law as instruction. As I said, we're redeemed from the curse of the law. However, the blessing of the law is still our tutor. The law brings death to the sinner, but at the same time brings life to the redeemed. There is something we can learn here. Jesus also spoke of the law and the prophets together. Matthew 5:17 through 19. Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For surely I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Whoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. This may not be a popular message of today, however, it is one of truth. The Ten Commandments bring death to the lost, but they also bring life and health to those who find them. Proverbs four twenty through 22 My son, give attention to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Concerning Proverbs 29.18, the Faith Life Study Bible says, Where there is no prophecy emphasizes the importance of divine revelation for a nation's well-being. Without it, the people break out of control. That's interesting. Exodus 32.25 says, Now when Moses saw that the people were unrestrained, for Aaron had not restrained them to their shame among their enemies. In Ephesians 6, 4, God instructs fathers to bring up their children in the training and admonition of the Lord. It's interesting how the King James Bible commentary says, Without a prophetic vision, society produces a generation of young people who literally run wild. Here's what it says. Where there is no vision, the people perish. The context here would suggest a vision of the potential for good that the proper discipline of children possesses for the development of a godly society. Perish means literally, to run wild. Where there is no vision for the proper discipline of children, a society will produce a generation of young people who have no regard for the law and will literally run wild. As we have discussed, the apostles are the special messengers. Their message of prophetic vision and the truth of God's law bring a godly fear, an awe, a reverence, and a restraint to society. Do we need this today? If we just include the Christian community, is it still necessary? Absolutely. Who are today's special messengers? They are the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers who will not compromise the word of God. 
Ephesians 4:11 through 16 says, And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. But speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. These are the ministry gifts God gave the church. It is important every ministry gift to the body has prophetic vision and revelation of what God is doing so his people will know what they should be doing, including what they should not be doing. Once again, our time is up. I look forward to being with you tomorrow. So tune in at the same time, at the same place, as we continue in establishing the Family Bible Revolution and End Time Message for His Generational Blessing. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.